ever get uh, in your Lunchable ham patty? You ever bite down on like a hard bit? Like a little chewy hard bit well, in your ham? Always that thing of like with those types of meals where they're so vacuum sealed that it's just like if they were even frozen a little bit when they put them in, you know, you're unless you're like heating it under the sun, it's just like you're going to start like biting into like ice. Basically. No, no, this is like a tendon or something. Oh, and I have multiple, <laughs> multiple times that I have bit when I was a kid into a lunchable ham patty and it was a hard like tendon like oh, material God. no because I, <laughs> i'm pretty sure probably like chicken mcnuggets yeah they just take whatever's left of the pig and put it into that lunchable patty uh i was uh, actually too good for lunchables oh i was definitely I was younger not. and and it was it was it. it was fully ingrained in me from my parents it was not like an active choice that i made but i was like a snob a little bit when i when i got if my mom tells the story all the time when i got home from school, my after school snack that I always wanted was smoked salmon with capers. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> with capers? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I, I, it was weird because like, I- It is weird, I, yes. There was a lot of foods that I really didn't like that typically kids wouldn't like. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't really like Brussels sprouts. Like mm. actually a lot of like Asian food, mm -hmm. I was a little like, it, it didn't sit well with me or sure. I didn't like it. Now I consider myself, I mean, I like ev pretty much everything, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but so mostly like I had normal like kid taste, but there was just a handful of things. I'm like, you fucking weirdo. The, the mm -hmm. capers thing is pretty surprising. <laughs> like I, even as a kid, I started to like fish a lot, like in my, you know, my parents like fish a lot. So yeah. like we would eat a lot of it at home, but like capers is the type of thing where it's like, you don't need to put that on the, on the salmon yeah, for your after school. I, I don't think I really like capers still. I was, I, would I watch, like capers. I'd watch, I'd watch yeah. Dragon Ball Z with some smoked salmon. Oh, you want to hear my Dragon, Dragon Ball Z snack? Brow, low brow. Yeah. So my Dragon Ball Z snack on Tsunami, I'm assuming. Um, uh, I, don't pretend you, to know. <laughs> honestly, because like my school got out like a little bit later, so it was always recorded for me. I, okay. I had a TiVo. Uh, and um, it was always which that wow. that menu I could but I could hear the sound in my yeah head the now. sound uh, so I I didn't TV I was there for the live uh, broadcast of wow. Dragon Ball Z reruns on Toonami real fan and um, I would always eat or at least the the snack that I remember I can like taste it right now uh, were ranch flavored wheat thins huh hmm. oh hear me <laughs> <That's> ranch. <laughs> flavored wheat thins that feels like a like some sort of paradox like well, some sort of <laughs> it's a wheat thin no with like a cool ranch dorito seasoning so the thing is i can i understand what you're saying i understand what those words mean <laughs> yeah what's <laughs> the problem the, the problem is that ranch is is like a dipping thing like it's cool not something ranch that you, dorito no ranch flavor I, i'm that's not the thing i I'm guess like, ranch flavored dorito i guess that makes sense but yeah. it's, i'm bumping ranch against seasoning have you ever like seen like right, ranch seasoning? It, right right but it's like just saying this cracker is pre-flavored like yeah. <laughs> my like, my problem my problem I guess doritos aren't really food, I would, food at all so yeah that's why i guess i'm more able to bind to that but I, I that's what i'm bumping against i it's would like, i would lick the ranch seasoning off 
of the wheat thins before eating the rest of the wheat thins. Is that the first time you said lick on this podcast? Maybe? I think so. It can't be. <laughs> no, that's gotta be it. So um, you're saying that you basically like an Oreo, you know, like yeah. you split the wheat thin yep. <laughs> and then lick the I, I, the, the thing that bothers me about the, the ranch wheat thins is that I when I think of wheat things, I, I think of like boring, like 100 calorie pack, like snacks. Yeah, they're kind like of relatively thing. dry. And like, like extreme cool ranch, like wheat thins, mm. just doesn't. Uh, right, that is what's also. I, I again, I think that's what I'm bumping against is that with things like Doritos, like Cheetos, or something like that, where it's like yeah. so already not food. You know, it's like right. all chemicals anyway. Yeah. I like can imagine that it's like yeah, sure, it's like infused with like secret ranch, what you know, chemical X, whatever. Yeah. When well, a wheat thin is like still close enough to food that I feel mm. like the fact that it's like pumped up with like <laughs> ranch flavoring feels so bizarre to me. Yeah. When did you? Um, become an adult and graduate from wheat thins to triscuits never i actually Still didn't waiting. Eat, i actually <laughs> didn't ever eat triscuit either pan. of those wheat I, thins or triscuits were never my like snack. i i like wheat thins but i i don't like triscuits i'm not a mm. chip person ultimately <gasps> i don't really like chips like Whoa. cracker chip anything like that like, um crackers i'll make an exception uh, with there's like cracker, cheese right? on yeah. it you know what i mean but like sure. I, I was never that was never like my snack of choice really sure mm-hmm. uh anyways welcome to the lads who came podcast uh i'm lad robert i'm lad jack and I'm Lad Jimmy. And we're here to you hungry, apparently, um, <laughs> on also on Halloween weekend. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Uh, this episode will come out after Halloween, but hopefully the spirit of the ghost will still be shivering. The ghost? The ghost? Yeah, there's one. The Halloween ghost? Mm-hmm. Yeah, each year there's one ghost. Mm. This year, it, it's the queen. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> I was, just, I was about to say Dame Angela Lansbury, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, the, the, no. it's the Queen. Yeah, uh, that's probably the most famous death of this year. That's right? definitely queen, top yeah. top ten uh, uh, yeah. famous. Give me your deaths. top three deaths of this year. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, you play that game right of um, like rule of threes with celebrity deaths, where like your count, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah, like it always happens. It in, always like, kind of happens in threes. Like there'll be like. You know, like what you'll see a news like, oh, blah, 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 just died. And then like usually within like a week, there'll be like one more and then another, mm-hmm. a third. It's and it's like my mom and I will always be like, oh, that's three. So we're, we're good for a little bit. So who is it was Angela Lansbury? I think it was Angela Queen Lansbury, and... Queen Elizabeth II. And then there was another one. Oh, God, I already forgot. But oh, those were died. really close together. Hmm. Anyway, um, it doesn't matter. Anyways, it's Halloween weekend. Happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah. Um, and I hope you had a good Halloween, uh, you know, a handful of days ago or roughly. Mm-hmm. On Monday this year, Halloween. Yeah, That's it's such fun. a bummer. Yeah, do You have... Um, you have school, right? Yeah, I'm actually, um, I'm giving a test on Halloween. Oh, <laughs> oh my you're God, asshole. you're so okay. Cool. I almost had a full-on coup in my classroom when I announced that. And I was needing to explain to them, guys, you get the test during the day. You got to be at school anyway. Got to be at school anyway. Yeah, so you're yeah. going to be at school. You're going to get the test. And then you can just fully enjoy Halloween evening without worrying about studying for a test the next day. That's a good point. I mean, also, they're high schoolers. Like, they don't no, need because, to, like, I because had, people are, they are trick or treating. No, no, I had some of these A-push kids being like, but, I, but like, why not do a Halloween party? I'm like, you, you can take A-push to have a Halloween party. <laughs> All right. I, I'm not saying a Halloween party is necessary, <laughs> but I'm going to counter your argument that mm-hmm. you don't have to study by saying that people are doing stuff this weekend. 
So they may not be able to do something on Sunday because they have to be at home in their attic cramming for your test. Their attic? Yeah, I don't know. I just thought of like a <laughs> candle lit, like everyone, like they're so looking. So are you telling me that you were up in your attic watching Dragon Ball Z <laughs> on your TiVo with salmon I'm, and capers? Is that what we're finding right now? I'm just imagining like one of, your, one of your students in a creaky attic with a candlelight and they look out the circular window of the mm. attic and they see everyone having fun outside and they look down and it's like. Like very SpongeBob. Bob Squidward meme. Yeah, yeah. totally. I mean, exactly. if it's Sunday night, you know, again, you still have to be at school. So like, are you going to be doing something on I, Sunday night? I before? would say this is not my fault or problem. If, if school didn't want me to give a test, they should have canceled school. That's, That's what true. I'm saying. I had, there wow. was, um, <laughs> so basically what you're saying is that you were just at the mercy of following orders. I have so many things going on in my mind over the course of the school year that I can't let this be one of my concerns. I, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly how it works, but I'm pretty sure that, um, like there's a certain amount of days that you can have off, right? Or, or rather a certain amount of days that you have to be in school, right? Like throughout, yeah. like each state has, I know, funding. like different, like whatever. Yeah. Like, and then, and then, so the days that are off are sort of like determined by like federal holidays and at the discretion of like the district for mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, work days or, you know, whatever, like yeah. that kind of stuff. So my school, there was a, like a uh, neighboring high school that the story was the principal really loved Halloween. So Halloween off every year. Wow. Nice. And, and like they took away another like yeah. day of something or whatever. But mm -hmm. uh, that had always made me really jealous because I liked Halloween. You a know, lot. what it is occurring to me about having Halloween off is that it is tricky because there's no workplace in America that will give you Halloween off. No, so if you're no. a person who has kids, it's like, could you imagine how hard that would be if you're mm. like, my kid's school has Halloween off. And so now I have to like either try to take a day off or like arrange mm. for some sort of care, you know, all day. We, like that's really tough. Our district, I think did a, a smart decision by um, having Tuesday, November 1st be a, professional development day. Mm -hmm. So I have to be there, uh, which is lame, but the kids have it off. Oh, so well, that's the best case. Scenario. That's right. way better. Yeah. yeah. So you then you can go celebrate celebrate Halloween yeah. and you get the next day. And again, that was also part of my pitch to them was like, you are going to be able to enjoy Halloween and then your day off on Tuesday, you're not going to have to spend studying for the test. That makes a huge oh, difference. Oh, that you did the right thing. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I thought, ideally I so. Halloween falls on a Friday, right? Right. right. But you know, we can't really change the As calendar. Is, oh, sorry, what ahead. is Joe Biden's plan for moving yeah. Halloween to the first, it's like always Friday of every October. Someone whose birthday um, is in February, which is always a tricky month when when you account for like leap years and everything. My birthday literally went from it was on a Thursday, it was on a Friday. I'm like, oh, am I finally gonna get my birthday on a Saturday? Leap year, Sunday. Oh. So I have no sympathy. <laughs> I have oh, no God. sympathy. Get over it, kids. Wow, way to way to plug the birthday on the the pod here. Plug the birthday. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just like trying to get adoring love. Uh, I mean, I didn't say when in February. I mean, true. it's 28 guesses. <laughs> Remember in a couple of months that it might be Jack's birthday. Uh, We've also someday. posted all of our birthdays on the Instagram. Oh, so. that's true. Yeah. yeah. So it's widely available. Uh, <laughs> anyway, of a podcast is like, do you have anything to plug? Yeah, my birthday's next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday year. Um, cool. So we're here today to talk about uh, season uh season three chapter two runescape Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. wow this is a this is uh this game has a tumultuous history lad wise and yes. that it was initially planned to be our season special 
extended play, long, long play, play whatever you yeah. want to call it. We never land on a name. Uh, but just for a myriad of reasons, we decided just to sort of keep it a regular game here. But uh, we're so excited to talk about it. It was a game that two of us were pushing really hard. <laughs> yeah. And one of us was kind enough to uh, pity allow us it. and allow it to I, I don't want anyone to get the impression that I was like, okay, boys, like whatever you want. Like, you know, <laughs> I was interested on, in playing it, but like definitely the passion was lesser than. And I, you know. Honestly, fitting since it was forced upon yeah. us. Well, so you. that's the other thing too, is that <laughs> was my idea and Celeste mm -hmm. was as we've said multiple times, forced upon. I know, I meant yeah. Celeste. I, I was gonna say, we, we, did, we didn't announce. Yes, you're gonna have to bleep that out. That's true, I meant <laughs> Celeste, is what Here, I was talking about. I'm gonna about. make more Warfeet. It was my idea. That's too, true, so but I think was. that one I had heard about, whereas whereas <laughs> Celeste was just, I'm just gonna put in like some bullshit that you said, and I'm gonna like, I'm gonna cut a ham, you saying ham, and like putting it over every time you said it. Yeah, how about, how about this? Just every time um, one of us says the name of that game, just put this in. Jimmy smells <laughs> just every okay, single cool. time. We got it. Cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're here to talk about RuneScape. Uh, uh, and uh, it, it's sort of a interesting game in the way that it doesn't really have an end. And I don't think we've discussed a game really like this that do doesn't have Animal no. Crossing would be the closest oh, Animal Crossing, comparison. But even that doesn't have the same like, it's not, it's not a massive multiplayer because game. Because yeah. I would argue and without getting into Animal Crossing again, like, while it is technically unending, you get to a point where you like yeah, there, more or less complete your there, there are stories in RuneScape, but there's no singular story, mm -hmm. whereas Animal Crossing does have a singular story that right. yeah, obviously you can consider. Totally. Anyways, uh, Jack, I believe you have something prepared. Yes, and I prepared it hours ago, yeah. not yes. 30 seconds ago when yeah. Jimmy pointed at me. <laughs> so um, if you don't know what RuneScape is, RuneScape, which is apparently sometimes referred to as RuneScape 3. Well, it, yeah. It, so we're... Let me clarify before you start that okay. we're, we're playing old school RuneScape oh, because of yes. course you know we're not uh, we're not lame. Yeah. I got Ru it. I'm Ru fine. We're fine. RuneScape <laughs> is the name of the game. RuneScape three because old school RuneScape is technically the from uh, I think like a 2006 like server, which is technically RuneScape two because it's also a RuneScape classic. Right. Anyways, we don't need to get into here's the here's the full the real one. Old school RuneScape is yeah. a massively multiplayer online role playing game developed and published by Jagex. The game. The game was released on the 22nd of February 2013. When Old School RuneScape launched, it began as an August 2007 version of the game RuneScape, which was highly popular prior to the launch of RuneScape 3. The game has since received engine improvements, new content, quality of life updates, um, and largely these were decided by in-game polls. Um, and despite having a smaller development team and a slower relative update schedule, Old School RuneScape has a larger player base than RuneScape, and a mobile version of this game was released for Android and iOS in October of 2018, and it is also available on Windows and Mac OS X. Yeah, so we this we all played uh, on a computer, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. two of us PC, one of us Mac. Uh, I don't think that's going to make too much of a difference. It, it ran fine for me in the end. Yeah. I was definitely there was a lot of hand wringing about. I was personally very concerned that it wasn't going to work for me, but um, it worked fine. So yeah. yeah, so it did make my computer quite hot, but we it was it was fine. <laughs> so does Excel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, so let's let's go around the table here and give our uh, ratings with this game, starting with uh, Lad Jimmy. Perfect. So I uh, I was extremely excited. I was one of the two lads who was extremely excited to play this game again. 
Um, as I'm sure we'll talk about over the course of the uh, podcast here, uh, I played this game as a kid, actually with Jack. Uh, we played together through like middle school a lot. Um, and it was one of several games that really, I think, solidified not only our friendship, but also our like relationship as gamers. Uh, and I think that um, I, I was just so excited to revisit this one and see if it held up. And I can uh, fully say that it did. Uh, to cut to the chase, I'm giving this a five out of five uh, lad uh, rating here. Um, it's, it is a very strange game to play in the sense that it, it shouldn't be fun. Like to describe it to anyone, um, it's just clicking your mouse on various objects in game over and over and over. There's no real skill that you need to play it. Um, and yet it is so, so satisfying, whether I'm chopping trees for an hour or harpooning fish off a dock for an hour or killing cows in Lumbridge. Um, it's always a joy to play. Uh, I am still playing it currently. I, I've slowed down just with like work schedules getting in the way, but like fully intend to continue playing this. Um, I mean, really like jokes aside, like rest of my life, like I have no stopping point <laughs> yeah. in in mind here. I, um, I, it's just nice to know that I always have a game on the back burner I can go to. Um, yeah, I'll keep it short. I, I love it. it. It held up in every way I was hoping it would. Uh, and a five out of five. Went from no rating at all to a five <laughs> out of five. So we're, we're, we're starting off hot here. <laughs> um, yeah, great. Well, um, first, just want to second everything that you said about how formative this game was for like not only our friendship, but um, just the way that like this really got me interested in more complicated games like outside of like mario and that kind of thing and like games that you play as like a kid mm -hmm. um i i will caveat my my score with two things one this is very 50 50 objective subjective you know i think off of what you were saying jimmy i think this game has very little objective flaw like i don't mm -hmm. even really think i can critique it based on like what it's offering you know yeah. where i'm like oh it should be they should fix it because of this or that it's like primarily for me and i think we've been talking about this a lot it's just like what types of games are for me you know you were saying robert that like zelda games aren't necessarily for you and jimmy you said on our last episode like platformers are not for you and i think we joked about it the other night where it was like i was like waiting to see what mine is and i kind of think it's these types of games for me mm -hmm. in many ways yeah um i don't think i have as much patience with like the repetitiveness of it mm -hmm. um and that's not to say that they should make this game less repetitive because i do think that's just the creative onus that they're going for it's like yeah. yeah this is what the game is it's like grinding whatever i just don't think it's for me as much um and then the other caveat is that i can be persuaded up i think but i want to start here based on the language and so i'm going to use your words against you jimmy unfortunately okay, okay um but yeah basically because of just my subjective feelings where i'm just having i have a hard time focusing on a game like this especially i basically never played it alone i just basically played it with you guys and maybe I, maybe the one other time but yeah i just don't really enjoy the the grinding for the sake of grinding it just feels stagnant to me and so because of that i'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. um mostly the big thing about it is just in the language it's like i the language actually of 3.5 says a lot about like there's a lot of flaws and I, I don't really think that's it really for me it's just like i don't regret playing it but i don't think i would ever play it again i think i'm done like yeah i think i've just moved on from the massively multiplayer online 
multiplayer, massive, whatever it is. Massive and multiplayer then, online uh, RPG. There you go. Role That's playing a, game. like a bit, you know, those types of games I yeah. think I've just moved on from. Did you ever play World of Warcraft? No. Anyways? And I, I don't have any interest in it. Like, mm. it, it just, it doesn't speak to me as a genre. And I, I think we talked about this a lot on the early PC gaming episode about how yeah. when you're a kid, those types of games like RuneScape, uh, like Club Penguin, you know, mm. like those kinds of things. It's like kind of your window as a kid into the world because your life, the scope of your life is so limited. You know, yeah. like you go to school, you can do like arranged play dates that your parents set up for you or whatever. Sure. But, you, you know, until you get into like high school, and you're like 16 and you can drive maybe, you know, then it's your world starts to open up a little bit. But before that, these types of things are a big window, you yeah. know, for you. Yeah. And now that. I'm, you know, 27, like, it's just, I don't need that window anymore. So I think it speaks to me less in that regard. So yeah, 3.5 out of five. Don't regret playing it, but I think I'm good. Uh, you know, I'm very happy with that rating. For yeah. you. I was worried it was going to be a little <laughs> bit lower. I would have understood I, I mean, that that works. Let me, no, 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 I just, I, there was, no, no, I'm not saying I'm going to change it. I just mean that like, um, cause I think when I, I was toying with three at one point, but I was like, I don't, um, I don't know. It was like, this felt overly cruel, like truly average. Like, I don't think this game is average. Like, this is an amazing feat of design, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it, it's, it it's a very cruel. singular thing, you know, it, in relation to other video games in terms of genre, which we'll talk about a lot here. Mm -hmm. the, the MMORPG is just like, it's such a specific kind of thing. And I'll use this as a way to segue into yeah. my rating. Five lads, I'll just go right into <laughs> it. Go. I think this is a perfect game, but I do think it's interesting because sort of like what Lad Jimmy was saying, um, you know, I I think it's like I don't know if it's fun. Like I I sure I sure have fun playing it. Like yeah. I have a good time when I'm doing it. But if I like look at it on paper and what I'm actually doing, yeah. and of course you can boil down all video games to just clicking Pointing or pressing and clicking, a button yeah. or whatever. Like sure, okay. But really, more than anything, this one really falls into that. And and but for whatever reason, it works for me. And I think there's one specific reason that it does, which I'll talk about a little bit later. And I think I've already talked about it before, but it really does just like check all the boxes for things that I enjoy for a game like this. Um, you know, there's so much nostalgia here for me playing this game. This was something I also played when I was younger. I have a lot of wonderful memories of this and as i've said on the podcast already i'm still banned for life from this game from my yes. mom because i would sneak and lie to play it uh so there's a little <clears> bit of that that i try to detach myself from when giving a rating but it's like really hard but even so like jimmy said i i, I was really thinking like oh this is going to be a fun nostalgia rush mm -hmm. and like i'll get over it and i'm you know i'm 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 hook line and sinker like i'm back in it again <laughs> i don't know how many hours i've put on it so far yeah it's probably super embarrassing but I can really we'll wake up, pull it up. <laughs> I, can, I can really confidently say that I've spent more time playing this game than I have played any other game. Yeah. Any other yeah. franchise. Like, honestly, like I've, I've sunk so many hours to it and I think it's perfect. And I think it's it's uh, really joyful. I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit more. But um, yeah, that's our love it. Two here. fives and a three point five. I'm great episode over. <laughs> well, let's actually before you before you jump into something, let's actually take just a quick break here yeah. uh, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more about uh, RuneScape. Yeah, I what's interesting with this game for me, guys, is that like 
so I, pl- I played it as a middle schooler and now I've played it as an, an adult, a 27 year old. And my perspective and my approach to this game was wildly different both times. And I think it's a testament to the game that even with the completely different approaches I took, I still had a blast both times. So for example, when I was a kid, I didn't know what I was doing. I had no concept of what I was doing. I didn't, this is a game that you benefit as a player from min-maxing, which I'm sure we're gonna talk about more later. And as a as a kid, I absolutely didn't know how to do that. <laughs> I didn't understand, you know, I just vaguely understood kind of the metal classes making certain armors or weapons better. Um, but I didn't have any idea of like, skilling and wearing boosts and and boon items and stuff like that. Um, And so as a kid, I would just kind of walk around the world and explore, and that was the fun. Like I remember going on to uh, Karamja, I'm pronouncing that correct, right? And like discovering that I could pick bananas was like just an item that I had not found anywhere else in that game thus far. And the discovery of bananas was my fun. Whereas this time around, like I'm really like considering like, you know, I'm trying to level up all my skills evenly and at the same time, when I am leveling up skills, I'm looking up guides as to like, where are the best places that you can, uh, you know, have the perfect ratio of effort to, to you know, skill harvesting or point, point yeah. harvesting or whatever. Um, it, and it's just, it's weird. Cause like it, one, on one hand, I took it like, you know, completely casually and just wandering around aimlessly. On the other hand, now I'm like trying to absolutely min-max the heck out of it. And it was a blast both times. Yeah. See, and I think that what you're saying really like speaks to what happened for me in between playing RuneScape between these ages is because I, as a, even as a 27 year old, when I play a video game, I want to capture the kid version of Mm -hmm. playing RuneScape. I want to feel lost i want to feel immersed i want to feel like that's one of the things we've talked about this ad nauseum so apologies but like that i think is so cool about breath of the wild is that there's no like you have to collect this many whatever that many you have to grind this skill do that it's just just wander around see what you find you know Mm -hmm. and there's no wrong there's no right you know all you have to do is beat ganon at the end you know and whatever that's the only requirement of the game and i think to what you're saying like when you play runescape as a younger person it's like you don't you're not aware of like the leveling or how that mm-hmm. works or the math behind it or whatever. And so that makes me able to capture that essence. But mm-hmm. as an adult, I can't turn that off, you know? Yeah, yeah. Makes now we, yeah. we play, you know, Dungeons and Dragons and, and that there's, you know, one of the things I do like about that game is the way that the rules work. And it's fun, it is fun to do that. However, the magic of a game like that is again when it's like the escapism and the role play and like something that where you're like creating a story and it's you can ultimately leave all the the stat elements behind yeah but i feel like when i was playing runescape this time i was just unable to turn that off especially because and this is not to shade you guys but like because when we're playing together it's like we're talking about stats and grinding and everything Mm -hmm. so it's just like impossible to like set that aside you know it's yeah. like i can't play in step with you guys because i don't want to grind yeah yeah so it's like that was that juxtaposition was also yeah. very tricky that actually really makes perfect sense as to why you don't like the game as much mm-hmm. as an adult like that 
completely checks out that it is the exploration and if the other parts aren't really your cup of tea yeah it's going to be hard to to get back into it i just it. don't care about min maxing or stats or grinding it just yeah. never works for me yeah and this is such a stat heavy game i mean there are like quests and stuff mm -hmm. and a storyline i mean there is an overarching like storyline really that you can do or not do and still have a great time um which maybe we'll talk about like story a little bit later you know as much as we can but yeah i mean when i played it when i was young and i i think like realistically i played this game three times i played it in the 2005 to maybe 2008 2000 like nine like timeline something like that um i played it when old school old school runescape first came out in 2013 mm -hmm. i remember like voting to bring back old school runescape <laughs> yeah. i was like so excited about it i played it for maybe like a couple years i think i played it again for like a really shorter amount of time but then now so i would say like i've played it in a lot of different like iterations but like realistically the same game because mm -hmm. it was all in that same space um but when i mean almost identical to you jimmy i mean i think i was a I was focused on playing the game and I think I did like pretty well and there's some stats that were like comparable and I think I explored like a little bit here, but I wasn't looking at guides really. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I wasn't doing any of that kind of like grinding max. Like I'm sure I played the game like poorly, quote unquote. <laughs> uh, and, and one of the things I think the reason for that is because with a, when a game is out for, you know, I mean, 15 plus years, you know, I mean, they're really in their 20th anniversary from like the original game yeah. or beyond, um, you know, people get better at the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And it, all these things that have been learned over the course of the years just sort of gather and sort of this like online database of how to do everything is is really intense, even more so than it was like back then. And I also think part of it too, I don't know the exact demographics, but I imagine the people that are playing old school RuneScape now, a lot of them are people that played it back in 2005, yeah. 2006, and they're older, right? Yeah, they're I, like, you know, quote unquote, like smarter. I can't imagine that this game is necessary. I mean, maybe it is, but I can't imagine in my head right now that this game is attracting new. a ton of new first time users. It's right. like people who have been there for years or people like us who have a nostalgia for the original. Yeah. I can't imagine that someone's I, just stumbling ac across and being like, oh, what's this? I've mentioned to my students before that I've played this when get, when we've talked about video games or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, and they, they knew what it was, which I was actually pretty surprised. Right, um, yeah. Because I, I don't know how you'd hear about it if well, you don't. I know, but I do think that RuneScape, when in 2007, was like, household name uh, like yeah, as, it as did, much as possible like i think it, it was would say as much as like a world of warcraft yeah totally i, I mean, mean how it, did we find out about it it must have just trickled down through like the I culture maybe, yeah. okay maybe not as big of world world of warcraft but i do think that in terms of like you know games that i'm sure there was a lot of news stories about RuneScape, well that's what i mean instance, i agree you know I mean? with you i feel like it if if we at that time Jimmy and myself found that game somehow. Yeah. And I don't think it was because someone told us about it. It must have just so, like I'm browsing, I, I, browsing mini clip and looking at the, I do remember which, by the way, RIP mini clip. RIP mini clip. Yeah. RIP uh, Heli Attack. Probably. <laughs> Heli Attack 3. You ever play that on mini clip? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I did. That's, that's a separate podcast. Anyways. It's a great game. Yeah. Uh, we, you can't play it anymore. Runescape um, was probably one of the ads that was on the side of me playing Bloons Tower Defense. Yeah. Totally. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I remember in uh, at middle school, 
uh, getting a RuneScape player's manual from the book fair. And I'm tr- I don't oh. remember. I, I remember exactly what it looked like. I could smell the pages now. Like, <laughs> but I don't remember what came first, if I played the game and then bought the manual or if I saw the manual and was like, well, what's this? I bet you found the manual because I, 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 I can't bet remember. you looked at it. Because I mean, I definitely remember at that time us being like into like fantasy and like, yeah. you know, that kind of, I mean, I was talking uh, about this the other day about how much I loved the um, Ursula K. Le Guin, um, the Wizard of Earthsea series, mm. like in elementary school, middle school, and like how that was like really, if I'm thinking about it, like really probably my first dive into like high fantasy mm-hmm. type stuff, which I think RuneScape fits into that genre. Yeah, like sure. it's dragons and stuff, you it's know. So. medieval era. Exactly, like, yeah. yeah. So I think that we there was probably an interest and you might have seen the guide at a book fair and been like, what's this? Right. And like, then been like, oh, I, I also, because I think as a kid, sometimes that's enough. Yeah. Like, I definitely remember going to your house and like, I'd watch you play Spider-Man. Yeah. And that was enough. Yeah. I just yeah. wanted to go watch, you yeah. know? And it's like, I think it's interesting how sometimes when you're a kid, it's like, you just, you don't need to die. Again, it's like what we we're saying about how you could just explore and pick bananas on Karamda. And you're like, wow, what a great day playing RuneScape. Right, you know, whereas right. now it's like, as when you're an adult, you, you require a little more depth to get yeah. the same amount of enjoyment out I of something. I think too, a little bit of that is that, you know, we have, some of us have a lot more limited time, you know? And so when you feel like you're playing, it's this whole thing that actually the culture of RuneScape that I don't like right now is like the no XP waste kind of culture where- What does that mean? Like no experience waste in the sense that like, if you're playing and you're not maximizing the experience you're gaining, whether that be like, you know, whatever, yeah. you're messing out. So like sometimes, uh, for instance, right now, I'm I'm doing a lot of farming. Um, at the time of this release, I'll probably be maybe level 98 farming, wow. 97 farming. Nice. So on my way, way to 99. Um, and I see people doing farming with me and they do farming runs and as they're walking from like patch to patch or whatever, they also have something in their inventory where they're fletching or doing a spell to get magic experience as they're running over. Oh my it's God. really like click intensive, but it's getting as much XP as possible. Right. Mm-hmm. I definitely didn't like that. And so to your point of like, oh, sometimes watching is enough. As you were saying that, I was kind of like, oh, that's almost how I feel playing it myself. <laughs> yeah. Is that I'm watching some my character play the game and I'm just sort mm-hmm. of like, it's like a Sims kind of yeah. a little yeah. bit. What is, um, it is interesting because as much as I don't like doing that type of playing that you're talking about, you know what I do love watching is speedruns. Mm. I find it, which is, it's like a slightly different than min-maxing, but it's like a similar idea, right? It's like all about trying to, how can I, break this game to the point where it's like yeah. working not the way it's supposed to yeah. but like i am doing this faster than like anybody exploiting could exploiting the game exactly yeah, they're the cracks in the facade or whatever and like i find that fascinating to watch i just don't want to do it you know yeah. it's not worth it because well, it's impressive that people figure yeah. out mm-hmm. what the exact best way of maximizing your time is there's something in, yeah i agree i i don't want to spend want my to time doing do that, that but yeah. i'm i am kind of like wow good for you there's something <laughs> in runescape and i don't know if you've either i I don't know if I mentioned this either on the my stream or like when we were talking last, but there's something called tick manipulation. Do you know what that is? I don't that? That, yeah. So basically, RuneScape works. RuneScape operates a, on a clock, and each mm-hmm. clock—I don't know the exact timing, but I think it's 
0.6 seconds is a tick. Mm -hmm. And so you can only do things within, like some things take three ticks to complete. Like if mm. you're chopping, if you're the, the action of like mixing potion ingredients takes two ticks or three ticks. Sure. And you can't break that apart. Everything is in within that tick. And so there's something that people figured out called tick manipulation that it has a lot of different names. And there's actually videos on YouTube <laughs> that I think are really fascinating about it. But basically it's manipulating those to like, so for instance, you fish, but as you fish, you like use something else. Uh oh, lunch. somebody's lunch time. Pepper's lunch time. Yeah, the cat on the podcast today is, is Pepper. Pepper. Today's cat is today's Pepper. Cat. Oh, yeah, that's a new that's a new thing we're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, check out uh, the stream Lads Who Game to see the Pepper Cam. If yeah. You're looking to get Pepper it, Cam is sense. so good. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I mean, people like you know you're fishing, but as you're fishing in your inventory at the right moment when the like rod goes up because that's on the tick, yeah. you use an object on yep. another object. Yep. Which allows you to fish the next fish faster yeah. or something. I mean, aren't there? There's a a plugin for a rune light which we use. Yeah. that's like a metronome. I think. Yeah, it's yeah, actually. It's, so you can time metronome. your clicks oh my God. and it maximize <laughs> and, your. And there was yeah. a point where they actually like the RuneScape like um, developers or moderators were like, "Can we allow this?" But yeah. they were the, the, the ruling essentially was that because it's so click intensive and it takes a lot of work, they like allow it because yeah. it's right. not, like technically breaking the game. But stuff like that. I kind of like detest and yeah. I think goes against why I really like this game and how mm -hmm. sort of like kind of casual it can be if you really want it to do. But, but that's so interesting though. It's it's so it's such an interesting thing that people have figured out. Like yeah, 100%. back to what we've been saying here mm -hmm. like I would never do that. Yeah. But I am fascinated that people figured that out. Yeah, and it changes you know, it changes the economy of the game mm -hmm. as well, which is really important and totally different. Like, you know, back in 2005 or whatever, there was no grand exchange. Like mm -hmm. everything all the trading was done outside of a bank and Verrock or whatever. Yeah. And, and and there was no like sort of like regulation on it. Then they added the grand exchange which uh, you know, gives you the opportunity to sort of create a market and mm -hmm. then now they have like interest rates on your grand exchange transactions Yo. and they recently i don't know if you guys know this but they uh introduced i think they're called restart worlds basically where it's a new world that you can create a new character in but everything's wiped so like the the grand exchange prices are separate it's like its own wow. separate economy everyone has to do everything all over have you again. seen on the runescape wiki the like for every item in the game you can like track the the price over the last several years. And yeah. it's like literally a, a line graph of like, yeah. and it goes up and down with just the- It's literally demand. the stock market. Yeah, it's, and there's- That's so cool though, that that exists in this game. Some, something really interesting too, off of that as well, is like, there's there's a spell in RuneScape that you can cast called high, high level alchemy, which is you use some runes, you turn an object into gold. Uh, and the value of that varies, right? So sometimes yeah. if you cast an, uh, it on an item, you're losing money. Sometimes you're gaining money depending on what the price is of the Grand Exchange. Before when I was playing it, you kind of just had to like guess, right? And yeah. make sure and hope that the market like in mm -hmm. the, the, the trades outside the bank were like working in your favor. Now you can go on RuneWiki and they have an automatically updating calculator of which ones you can do to yeah. make a profit. I so wonder cool. like what the pipeline is for like RuneScape players to like 
day trading. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or like cri- more realistic crypto. Crypto, trading. probably. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah it, totally. it's just you're you're totally right. And I'm glad you like brought this up of like the difference between playing then and now because mm-hmm. not only have like we changed mm-hmm. as like players because we've both grown up and our like tastes have changed, but the actual even though the game itself is the same game from 2007, yeah. it's a completely different Completely game. different. I, yeah. I really like as well, it's like the slightly less intense example of what we've been talking about, but I know that when you look at combat guides, uh, or any skill actually for that matter, they will like calculate and take into account um, whether or not you can be away from keyboard. And like, you know, so like, oh, this enemy is the best because it's weak and it's not gonna kill you, so you can just set yourself up um attacking it and you can completely have it on a separate window Mm. um oh and also like it has a ton of hit points so you can just leave it alone it's not going to die immediately it's not going to kill you but you can just let your character farm and then to your point about the runescape supreme court ruling on it as to whether or not that was like constitutional um they had a vote on away from keyboard activities and i think the number they decided was like you can be afk for 20 minutes and then it'll log you out Mm. but kind of like a way of like like balancing it so you couldn't have someone set up on this never-ending activity all day because that does feel kind of yeah. cheating yeah but you can do it a little bit so yeah. long as it's not more than 20 minutes well also bots are rampant in the game oh yeah, really because, yeah because you know there's so many things that you can set up some sort of like i forget what they're called but like basically you could set it up so that your computer clicks at the same spot every single time and uh, so sure. you may be like making cannonballs for money or mining or like whatever it might be. And you can set up a script that will just run that. And you know, these are not people that are like trying to level up their game. These are people who will then turn that around into real world trading and sell RuneScape gold for like actual money to like people, which, you know, it's been a problem with this game a lot. Mm -hmm. I think I remember they did like a bot sweep once and it removed like some crazy number percentage of the population or whatever, but But also Thanos snapped them out of existence. (laughs) But also the people who are buying real RuneScape gold with real money. I don't know. I mean, it's like V-Bucks, like whatever. It's like kind of a... I, that doesn't that doesn't surprise me. It doesn't I, surprise me. I just mean like to to what end? Like isn't point part of isn't in theory isn't the fun of the game supposed to be earning money? Right. Like so and earning the skills. I agree. It takes like, the fun yeah. out of it. V bucks and sure. stuff like that and like in battle passes. It's like most of the time the reason that is like real money is because it's like superfluous to the enjoyment of the game. You know, like yeah. a microtransaction doesn't bother me if it's like yeah, it's like I just want to be cosmetic. Like you know, whatever. like yeah, sure, sure, that's that's uh, you can still play the game. But the point of RuneScape is that if you're playing it correctly, I feel like what the idea is supposed to be is that you start with nothing, right? You know, yeah. you have all you have is like a bronze pickaxe and like yeah. maybe a bronze sword or whatever and then it's like you put in xyz amount of hours and then by the end it's like look at me i have yeah. all this stuff and this is my journey and how much i've come like how, how much i've progressed yeah mm-hmm. but if you're just buying gold with real money it's like well congratulations on having money like extra money right. to yeah, spend on this but that you didn't do anything it's a resource mm-hmm. earning game and i think yeah. one of the more fascinating things that has come out of the game in the last like you know i don't know exactly when it came out but um, the Iron Man thing, mm. uh, where you mm-hmm. can play as a character that's not allowed to trade with people. Yeah. So you have to literally gather everything yourself. That includes all armor and weapons and stuff. And it's it's difficult. It's challenging. But I think that's right. that's something. Isn't that the point? Like totally, that's what is yeah. so confusing. To I, me. I agree. I totally see what you're saying. Yeah, I completely agree. It's a fine balance between like, okay, am I smart enough to figure out how to min max 
without crossing that line to like <laughs> yeah. I'm not playing the game anymore. Yeah. And it's playing itself. Hundred percent. Um yeah. and I and I love getting right up to that line. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Cool. Anyways, uh, uh, I think maybe we should take another break here, and when yeah. we come back, we can talk a little bit about aesthetics of and the game. Story. And story. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah, right. sounds good. This episode of the Lads Who Game podcast is sponsored by that time of year between Halloween and Thanksgiving, where you're not sure whether you should take down your decorations. Technically, something like a pumpkin should be fine to keep around, but if there's something carved into it, put it away. And after your hands are clean of that rotten pumpkin flesh, Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow the lads on Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Lads Who Game for any and all updates. Now back to the show. Hey, it's Lad Robert here. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Just as a quick heads up, the next 10 minutes or so of the episode had some audio failures. What can we say? Technology is fickle. It's pretty short, so thanks in advance for your patience and enjoy the rest of the episode. Cool. So uh, let's talk about um, sort of like aesthetics of the game and a little bit of the story. I think one of the appealing things about this game that is sort of counter to maybe more modern games is how kind of crunchy the graphics are. It's it's intentionally like lo-fi, like kind of polygony. And I think some of that, like there's a lot of, I'll say iconography from this game, yeah, you know, totally. like the I, gnome I, child. I bought the gnome child keychain right as we were getting into this game again. And I've got that proudly hanging off my keys. And it's the dumb little gnome child's face. I, I think that's something that's so charming about the game. And Absolutely. it makes it work super well. And I think also, too, the music. I mean, I think the music from this game. Uh, I, I tend to play this game while also... Um, you know, maybe watching YouTube videos or whatever, like a lot of other people do. Uh, but, uh, you know, if when I do have the music on, it's so nice. Yeah. It's so like oh, low stakes. So it's so lo-fi. Um, oh yeah, that little like cat. Yeah, yeah good, yeah. good visual uh, piece for the podcast, but uh, I pulled up an image of when you interact with a cat in the game and the cat's face is so derpy looking. Yeah. It's so stupid. But and that's the charm. And that's one of the reasons why I fucking hate RuneScape 3. They yeah. updated yeah. the graphics, they make it because if you make this game look pretty, it like kind of just becomes any other fantasy game at that yeah. point. I also really tire of like I just think that the, you know, uncanny valley of it all, like where it's just like game graphics are getting more hyper-realistic and more hyper-realistic. And it's like, when do we get off this train of just maximizing graphics until it just looks like you're capturing live people on camera, you know? And it's like, I would much prefer to play something like RuneScape, which has like a real style to it. Yes. And like a real, and, and not just a style, but like a completely singular style. Like I can't yeah. think of another game that's super comparable to the way that old yeah. school RuneScape looks graphically. Right. And I think to both of your points, it's a huge plus, right? To have yeah. a style that's so iconic to what you were saying, Robert, like, and it also feels charming and nostalgic and interesting. And like, I, yeah, I, I think it's a really smart choice to have a version of this game running that captures that. Perfectly. Yeah. And I think that 
something that uh, I, I was listening to a podcast recently about um, the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. And they were talking with the directors about how they had a really low budget. And so the CGI in that movie yeah. was really done by friends. And like it works well because they blend like real stuff and CGI or whatever. But if you pause it frame by frame, it like it kind of doesn't hold up as well. Yeah. My point is they talked about how something they really value is even there's even if it, the CGI is bad, if it has a style to it, it's fine. Yeah. You don't need it to blend seamlessly into the world. I would much rather have something that kind of looks out of place and kind of stylized in a cool way than something that is attempting to do something real, which realistically, there's we can't do that yet. You know, yeah. it, I mean, really soon, probably we'll get as close as possible, but there's just no way that that's ever going to happen in, in a real way. And so to have something that's a little funky looking and kind of silly and goofy yeah. and cute and yeah. it is way more appealing to me. This is really like <laughs> very not abstract, but just so like, um, I don't know, sappy, I guess, where it's just kind of like, I think what I appreciate about what you're saying, because I, I watched a similar piece about the Everything Everywhere All, all at Once effects team and how it was like five people and yeah. they did all this sort of handmade stuff where it was like, um like all the shots where um, Michelle Yeoh is like being pulled, you know, through multiverses was yeah. like done with like one of the directors just walking around New York with his phone just filming for like an hour and then they just used it to make it look like she was yeah. sped up or whatever and th that's super cool I think that similar to with the RuneScape graphics it feels really like made with human hands yeah you yeah. know even though obviously graphics in a video game are always going to be numbers in a code or whatever it just feels like it has a, a hand touch as opposed to like I think Marvel CGI looks like AI-generated art. Yeah. yeah. You know, this, where it just looks so like, what am I even looking Jag at? Jagex is the only company who I will believe an origin story of them starting in a garage. There is, yeah. there's a, I think I've, I've talked about this before, but there's a RuneScape documentary that talks oh, about yeah. the two of their, because it's just, it's a it's a family that made this game, basically. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Jagex. Mr. and Mrs. Jagex. <laughs> no, I, I forget their names, but it's just like, it's just two, it's like two brothers that made this game and like brought in someone to do the music and like, you know, it's not a full orchestra score, but it like, it works here, I guess something that I'm thinking about now is that it works so well because it blends with the graphics of the game. The yeah. music is a little like, not 8-bitty obviously, but it has that kind of like- yeah. it's uh, like digital tones. Digital you know? tones, yeah. like computer, it like done. Like Game Boy, uh, mm -hmm. like what you could have accomplished on a Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's also like really well done. And some of those melodies, uh, you know, I fall asleep to in my, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> I think we need, we only need to say, and, and maybe picking up from our conversation on music from Celeste in the last podcast, and there was some disagreement amongst us about the, like the, that music and, and how iconic it was or whatever. Um, I can sing 30 tracks. Yeah. RuneScape. Name, just salad. Na na name it, name, name yeah. a city. And I'll tell you what the different what tracks are yeah. in different parts of so the city. And that, I mean, I think that says all you need to, to know about the music. It is so every track, there is no misses on this album. They no all hit. No skips. Yeah. And so it's good. that that was something that I really liked about exploring the game is that even though the graphics are a little like kind of, 
you know, again, like crunchy or whatever you want to call it, you know, each city had a different aesthetic. Each in exploring the city and seeing that each building like looks different depending on where you are within the larger, you know, world of RuneScape or walking into a new place and then hearing a new track come on because yeah. you entered a yeah. new space. Like that's magic. Like that's totally. that's something that I think is like so unique to a game like this and really lends to the exploration um, that can definitely be hindered by a new sort of like, uh, styles of play or whatever. I just think it's like in video games in general, I just feel like we're always heading towards this, you know, prime directive, you know, mutually assured destruction when it comes to like graphics and like more money, more bigger, bigger, more, you know, where it's just like, I just don't feel like you in any medium, film, TV, whatever, you just never, the answer is almost never more. It's almost always less, you yeah. know? And I think that even though RuneScape is a huge game, you know, they don't, it's not like, oh, there's 10 different tracks for Lumbridge or there's 10 different, yeah. and here's what Lumbridge looks like at night and here's what it looks like in the day. And after, you know, it's just, nope, you walk into Lumbridge, it's the same every time. Same yeah. track kicks in, same aesthetics, the same people are always there waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. that chef has needed help with his recipe <laughs> for 20 and years. And maybe that's a good segue into the thing that I, for all the subjective things that I don't enjoy about this game, I think the thing that I objectively love about this game is exactly what you're saying, that that they have not updated that chef quest yeah. in 20 years, and there is no need to. No. It is still perfect. And there's something really charming and sweet about that idea. It's kind of like, and we've talked about this before, where I'm like, every... Um, D D. Every new D D player deserves to meet their party in a tavern. Yeah. Even though it's like the most tried out, like played out trope. Yeah. If you're a new D D player, that and a new RuneScape player, that chef quest is just as exciting as it ever was 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah. The I think that games in general are designed a lot of times nowadays for like these people who have the JavaScripts running to click in the same spot. And they're like yeah. designing games where it's like, well, we know people are going to try to break it. We're going to, mm-hmm. They're going to try to do this. And they're not often designed with that in mind, where it's like, well, the chef quest is going to be fun to someone who's never tried it. Yeah. And I also think, too, like, even though we've talked a lot about how, like, the styles of the game have changed a little bit and there's more guides and things like that, something that is, like, really unique is that the sh- the any quest really, like, you can, in theory, not, obviously, not like a guide and you just follow yeah. the instructions to figure it out. But... Even for me, because of how well they're designed, even if I'm following a guide because I just want to like, you know, do it as quick as possible, sure. it still works for me. Yeah. And I think something that the the stories in this quest of this game really, again, fit well into the aesthetic and the charm is that it has a style. Yeah. It is never like overly serious. It has that dry British wit that is so like funny. so yeah. funny. And it, and it, you know, from original stories to like sort of the like, the retelling of Romeo and Juliet that I think is really funny. It's influenced from so many different things. You know, it's, it's just almost every quest is like a little bit, there's like a punchline at the end that just, it's this little like small chuckle that I have to myself at two in the morning because you know, this happened or whatever. And I think you don't have to do any quest to enjoy this game. I think like 
doing all the quests probably takes like maybe like five percent of the time it would take to max out all like skills or whatever you're doing like just the free quest yeah and and i think like it's not a big part of the game but it adds world building that if if that's something that you're searching for you can definitely do it and have a really good time i think what's what i appreciate about the quest is again this is my thing that i had an issue with with skyrim is like there is like that pull for the main quest but it doesn't it's like it kind of does feel like no, but the game kind of wants you to like explore and just go. Yeah. Where it's like yeah. sometimes I like the quest stuff because it does give me just that little bit of direction. Totally. That I do crave a little bit of. You know, <laughs> so I think that's a, it's it's a very smart choice. When I'm not like when I don't have a specific goal in mind for like a skill level or something like that, always do a quest. Not a quest off the list. Yeah, yeah. totally. It's super fun. Well, uh, unless anyone has anything to say about uh, narrative or story or whatever, why don't we take another quick break and then come back and do our little wrap up? Yeah, sounds great. Great, welcome back. Uh, let's talk, uh, or let's just do our wrap up here. Mm-hmm. We'll go uh, reverse order, um, which would be me. Yes. I go first. That's yes. me. Um, yeah, Five Lads, uh, you know, I've said a lot about this game. I will continue to say a lot about this game. I will continue to stream this game if you go to <laughs> yes. the Lads of Game Twitch channel if you want to watch it. But the the two things I want to say is that, um, one, it, it as I mentioned in my sort of like intro here, the reason the game feels like it shouldn't be fun, but it is for me, is that it does the perfect job of feeling like I've accomplished something. Like it really has that gratification for me of feeling like I'm being productive while I'm playing it more than I am like playing a game. Sure. Mm-hmm. Obviously that's a facade. I'm playing a game. <laughs> I'm not doing anything for my real life other than like enjoyment, but which counts, which yeah. counts totally. <laughs> but I think it captures that. And I think Animal Crossing captures some very similar that I really, really crave in games a lot that uh, no one does as well as a game like this to me. And the second thing that I feel like this game is also a five lad game is that um, I've been playing this game more than any other game. I've sunk years of my life into this game, hours and hours and hours. Um, even if you took away all of the new content that was made between, you know, 2008 and now, which there is a lot, if you took all of that away, I would still never be able to beat this game. I would never be able to finish the game. I have so much left to do. And that is both overwhelming at times and also like really reassuring to me and something that I really enjoy that like I've gotten 199 my entire life and I know we're not the best RuneScape players here obviously or the most like accomplished but that's something that I feel like is such a a positive thing about this game that uh, gives it longevity long beyond you know um, anything else yeah absolutely um yeah I mean I'll just I really don't have that much to say especially because again I really feel like I can't fault this game for anything that it does. You know, it just doesn't like work for me in certain ways, but I really appreciate, again, off of what we were talking about with like the handmadeness of it all, where it's like done by the small group of people. And I think that I'm just so here for always. Like there's so many things I can think of like with movies, TV shows where I'm just like, yeah, it wasn't for me, but I want more of these things to be made. You know, I want, Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like when um when I see like a bad like stop motion movie, you know, it's like I love stop motion animation because of the same thing. Like it's so handmade. There's like such a human touch to it. 
And even if I didn't like the story or whatever, I'm just like, yeah, but I hope it does well at the box office or whatever, because I want them to make more movies like this, you know, and same with RuneScape. I would I want people to have games like this, you know, that aren't like League of Legends, World of Warcraft, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, or those are a little different from RuneScape anyway, but you know, Warcraft is more similar. World of Warcraft, very similar. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, um, I want these types of games to exist. I just think that I sadly have reached a point in my life where I'm just not it's not for me anymore. I mean, I think we talked about this before. Where it's like I would get on like um, I got on like a Fortnite server at one point mm-hmm. and somehow I entered a chat with people <laughs> and they started trying to talk to me and I was literally like petrified. Like yeah. I, I just don't, especially because so much of a, the aspects of these types of games are like the social media of it all. Like it is sort of about like interacting. Like I think we talked about on our early PC gaming episode, like about having like RuneScape girlfriends or, you know, like whatever. And I'm just kind of like, that is gone for me. And that's so much of the fun of this game. And so, and on top of all of that, I just really don't like grinding. It's just not for me. I, contrary to what you're saying, Robert, I don't feel productive. (laughs) I, it really doesn't give me that. To me, it feels like I am wasting my like time and that's just personal for me. And so, between the fact that I can't really fault this game for anything it does and then just my subjective feeling about it, 3.5 feels right to me. I, I think it was nice to play it one more time. It was almost like I was putting it to bed for yeah. the last, yeah. you know, just yeah. like, good night, RuneScape. Like, like sleep. Thanks thanks for the memories. Sleep yeah. forever now, you know, which so sounds really dark. But yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> that's what it is. It's yeah. Toy Story 3. I, yeah. I, I donated my toys to another child. Yes. And I, yes. Uh, to yes. you, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so 3.5 out of 5. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say about RuneScape. Well, I, I co-sign everything that Robert said. Um, I, I think I would add pointed. as well. <laughs> I, I would add as well that uh, this game seems like the perfect example of of uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, even though I know the game has been updated uh, a lot, like a fair amount over the last several uh, years. And, and, and I'm happy that they do continue to come out with like seasonal events and stuff. There's a Halloween seasonal event right now. Yeah. Um, but at its core, it has been unchanged since 2000. Yeah. And uh, and I love I love that it, it it definitely contributes to that nostalgic factor. Um, the other thing I'll say too, like personally, is I feel like this is a game that I'm always going to have in my video game tool belt mm. uh, to be to be used and pulled out and played at any time. Um, I definitely am at a much slower pace uh, in progression uh, than Lad Robert here. I'm nowhere close to a 99. I think my highest skill is like a 45 or something like that with uh, mining or, or whatever. But um, but I I'm gonna get to 99. And that's exciting. Uh, it's going to be a couple of years, but but yeah, I, I will be playing this as much as possible until my last day on Earth, and uh, <laughs> and that's super uh, super exciting um, to dive back in. So a five out of five, uh, I'd say um, objectively great, but of course the X factor is the big um, yeah. is the big play here. So yeah, five out of five. Only thing else I'd have to say is um, our our next game is Jimmy Smells. <laughs> <laughs> also, not true. <laughs> uh, well, are we not playing Jimmy Smells next? Oh, <laughs> keep, well, maybe we're not, sure. we're not keep sure. insulting you every time you say it in some way. Yeah. Um, incredible. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, 
Tunini. What a lovely game uh, that brought us together again, uh, reunited some old, uh, you know, memories uh, mm-hmm. that we collectively had separately. Stay lummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Lads Who Game podcast. Be sure to subscribe and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you're looking for more Lads content, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lads Who Game. And head to our website, ladswhogame.com, for write-ups, ratings, and guest essays. You can also check us out on our Twitch channel to watch us stream our current game, Fortnite, RuneScape, and more.